Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things now and in the desert. I am honored and excited to chat with Jonathan Jomko, um, internet friend and conceptual artist working with a bunch of different things, but what's particularly interesting to me is the NFT medium. Um, really love what you've been doing with the Proof of Work series, and um, yeah, just excited to chat. One of the, yeah, many, one of the many Jonathans. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to the time we had uh, John and John, or was it Matt and John? And Matt and John yeah, on the pod. Exactly. <laughs> we had another Matt and John. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, before so I'm so curious to hear about the the new evolution of the proof of work thing that you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Can you give us like a sense of like w- where the project has been so far? Yeah. So I started the project in about March of last year, and the first series were just sort of like. Uh, just a ten or hundred by hundred grids that required ten thousand keystrokes to to complete, and then I started this more escalating version after that. So it starts with a one by one pixel grid, which doubles every day, and I do one per day until I can't complete one in a day. So there's some sort of physiological limit on how many I can create, and so yeah. I'm doing sort of like a survey of the sort of different types of inputs that I can use on a computer. So I started out just using just inputting random values between like zero and one. The second series I did was time between key press. So I was trying to press the space bar as evenly as possible. And then I did one that was pressure, tap pressure on a sensor pressure sensitive uh, smartphone screen. And the one I'm doing now is combining that first random input with tap sensitivity. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I love the. This is such. I love the bait. natural limit. This, yeah, I know, this right? This is such Matt bait. This is the, the 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 natural scarcity thing is like such. Yeah, natural scarcity thing. Like you you produce as many until you can't do it in a waking time frame. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love the, that. I think that is yeah. like so neat. Yeah, that's the so videos bad. are just so fucking hilarious to me when it's <laughs> yeah. like you see this. 2048 by 2048 grid and then what's next to it is an eight hour long video of you staring at the fucking screen tapping a button i <laughs> retweeted the all, all the, the desert videos did you see that today I, like i just retweeted yeah, all I of them that. i was like there's, there's like, some so good, good comments on that you yeah. you you really only get i feel like the it only really comes clear when you see them all in sequence, I think, yeah. to, to a certain extent. Like, the the extent of it becomes mm-hmm, much mm-hmm. more clear when you can see the first one, the second one, the third one. Like, that The series that is really good. Yeah. It's really important, yeah. And the sort of ad infinitum aspect I really like. And then, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. It, it really is just Matt bait because I'm like, oh, I like all of this. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the the consistency, right? Like you have to find that flow state and hit like with the timing one, you have to hit this thing mm-hmm. every whatever your time frame was for yeah. an insane amount of time and you see your attention drift visually in the image and that is just amazing. I mm. love it. It's you you can feel the something that's really captured my attention recently is like when you can notice craft and care and attention paid to things. Mm. This is one of those that makes that like really extremely explicit, at least to me. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the way that I, like I chose those different types of inputs because I mean, starting with random, 
the theory is or the hypothesis is that like even com for computers generating random is very difficult so if i try to generate random i'm inevitably i'm, I'm going to fail at that task and that's going to become visible in the image um but it's sort of like this idea that what is what do we look for in an artwork other than like those small moments of failure you know mm -hmm. we want to see the hand of the artist we want to see these mm -hmm. moments where the artist is sort of like has slipped out of consciousness and it's just sort of like making um so this was like the whole idea for the project was sort of the like make a meta artwork that sort of also plays with the medium of the nft so it's sort of it's, it's more more than like trying to say something in itself it's sort of trying to express what the medium of the nft wants and mm -hmm. sort of just mm -hmm. uh let that be yeah in what way that. like 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 it wants what like it wants what well, does I the guess medium what, of the nft want well, in this in this version, what I'm saying is the NFT wants to have a very visible. It wants to make very visible like the the traits of the work. Uh -huh. You know, everybody wants to be able to look at like a, a PFP <laughs> thing and say like that's the rare one. This one has uh -huh. a lot. Of, or like, you know, early on there was all this like all the one of one like high high definition render 3D stuff. There's yeah. this narrative that in those it's very easy to see the amount of work that's put in like computationally and artistically. Uh, yeah. Like it's yeah. just difficult to make. And that's like a, an easy proxy for people to judge what a where value is. Right. So that's what you know. When, when I made this first, I was thinking about it was sort of like the pack big or no the 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 big Beeple sale, um, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's valuable because there's so much work put into it." You know, like you can see that there's like five years of everyday production. Mm -hmm. So I was just sort of like riffing on that, like, let's make some work that's really that that really expresses how cl you know very clearly like how much work has been put into it and see how the market deals with that. And it is funny to see that the market does, you know, the ones with the most work are the ones that sell first, which is just very pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I have a that. soft spot for the one pixels because they're just so hilarious. Yeah. The yeah. Seven <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Seven second long video. You press a button. Artwork finished. Performance done. Done. I, those are my favorites. Roll credits. I think that those um, should yeah. be the most because they, they def, they, they're the inverse, right? They defeat the yeah. form. Yeah. They're like, yeah. here's yeah. the canvas. Here's what yeah. you're expecting. Here's the exact opposite of it. I love well, it. Well, it's a bookend, right? It's, it's the yeah. CryptoPunk like zero and CryptoPunk 10,000 you want. Mm -hmm. You want both mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's so fascinating. I think I told you this when we met at at NFT NYC. But my very first, like, when I first 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 got interested in in like blockchain before NFT, before all, you know, um, and I've told this story many times. But I saw this talk and the way he put it when he it really explained what proof of work was, and mm -hmm. I understood it for the first time, sort of. I. The, my very first thought was like, oh, song a day, like, like that's my proof of work is like, here's all yeah. these songs that I, like, I like every single day, like it's, it's proof. And it's the same thing with people. And, and, and then you're just, yeah, you're just like making it extra explicit. Yeah. Um, by putting well, the, the like work the other, into the. Yeah. The other narrative that I'm trying to say is that like the artist in, in NFT, the artist is like cryptocurrency miner. They unlock value in the same way that like proof of work unlocks value because they like, you know, you, you see, like, a, the style of an artist, like, they have a, a sort of uh, recognizable touch in all their work, and they can only produce so much work in a given time frame. You know, they have a one lifetime to produce work. And so they're right. in the same way that, like, every time they make a work, they're sort of unlocking new value. Of course, like, the value, you know, like, it's variable how much it's valued by the market. It's not as fixed as, like, the mining process, but it's still, like, you know, it's still a, an unlocking of value that takes effort and time. 
Um, in terms of like prior art, I was um, I, I was uh, exposed via Noah Kalina, who who's done a, a photo a day for like mm-hmm. a, of himself for like twenty one years or whatever, twenty three years. Yeah. Um, to this artist, I'm sure you've heard of this, uh, or maybe um, called Tching Hsei. I yeah. probably am getting that completely wrong. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I was actually thinking about looking up this morning how to pronounce his name properly. <laughs> that would be nice. Because <laughs> so I could say it on the podcast. I, I'm always like, oh, I'm just butchering this, and that's like really offensive. But do you want yeah. to tell folks like what what he did? It's, it it yeah, reminds me do? very much. Yeah. So he he had a bunch of like year long works. One was he like punched a time card every day. Um, I think every one was, hour. Every, oh, every hour. hour. So he for a year. What? He, for a year, he did not sleep. What he slept, he slept in like little chunks Power for chunks. a mm-hmm. year, and he punched a time card. And the artwork was both him doing yeah. that, but also ended up being he had all these time right. cards that he would display. It's like fucking insane. Yeah. Wow. The dude didn't sleep for a year. Yeah, I love so like process art like that, where it's just yeah. like here are the yeah. rules. I will now follow them until the ends of yeah. the earth. Like that's kind well, of that's, wild. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, and that's what that's what when when you're talking about like like I have to like you go until you can't until physically mm-hmm. there you run out of hours in a day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it reminds me of. Is like is like it's it's not only there's not there's not only like the artistic, but there's like actually like a like a mm-hmm. um what would you like a like a it's like a bind to a natural limit or like a, yeah a, a it makes, but it makes me think of, of sports it makes me think yeah. of sports it makes me think of like the the the, the feats that people do ah uh, yes sports totally. wise yeah, yeah, yeah. like pushing your body 100%. to the limit you know like oh my god yeah not to like derail but i watched um the ice skating uh oh, yeah. mm-hmm. at, at the at the bar the other day that is incredible just insane and then, like just that's to, what it reminds me of two. yeah 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 that's exactly. what it reminds that, me of. that that flow like... state and that yeah 100 percent um uh, so what else that what I... other yeah oh go ahead you gotta go i was, no, I was going to say that it to wrap me. back <laughs> <My mind>. <laughs> you go <laughs> you go no 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 you go <laughs> um i was gonna say that it um that i sometimes wonder why like what the fascination is with rules like you know Mm -hmm. like i it's fun to like set up a system of rules and follow them but it feels very sort of like i'm like why am i doing this and why is it why does it feel good and is it am i just like recreating some sort of like is it like late capitalist like desire uh, for like structure perhaps evolutionary interesting yeah but there is actually the date so that when i'm making these proof of works my days feel so complete because mm-hmm. I have like I'm like mm-hmm. today I have one thing to do, and even if it just takes me like five minutes to do like that one click, I'm like mm-hmm. I've done like I've done the thing. I... It's like it's done. You have no yeah. idea like how much yeah. I resonate with that. That's like that's 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 huge, right? Yeah, because like you right? have that song a day that you have to oh, do every day. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and, and there's there's a there's a real benefit of like if I do nothing else today, I know mm-hmm. that I did mm-hmm. that. You know, like and it's yeah. and it's yeah, it's very satisfying. I mean, to to also offer a hyper specific thing like when i go snow, snowboarding every day it's yeah. like that was my thing for the day it's a, like this foundation the substrate on which the rest of the day can be built and everything else right. just sort of like flows from that mm-hmm. um a mm-hmm. friend of mine said the same thing happens to them when they go um surfing in the morning everything else just like kind of falls into place once they've done that thing 
But yeah, I think the rules thing, like I resonate with that as well, right? With Aleatoric is a rule like process-based thing. I record myself every yeah. night. I have to post it no matter what it is. And um, I think that the fascination with rules, at least for me, comes from a sense of like legibility and simplicity um, mm-hmm. because the rules sort of encode more complex things that I want for myself. Um, mm-hmm. Like for example, right now I'm intermittent fasting, which is the world's simplest rule system it's don't eat before this don't eat after this time and that is a very simple very legible process or very legible method um to express the feeling of like oh i want to have better control over my diet i want to like consume this amount of calories per day um and it's not like a perfect representation of that desire but it is extremely simple and easy to follow I'm struck by what you said about like about like um whether it's it's it has something to do with capitalism like uh, yeah. you know like like this you know whether our fascination with rules I mean I agree with everything you just said Matt but I also do wonder like like is it the kind of thing where we we just like fish in water we can't we can't quite mm. see our way out of that like is there another paradigm that we're just like totally missing because we're so wrapped in this in this kind of like uh we have to quantify everything and put it into these things and do this and do that like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah capitalism does lend itself to this like forced legibility um right Mm -hmm. like gdp for example famous example it's just a number and it doesn't you know doesn't encapsulate the externalities of like everything that's happening in a country this idea of like legibility is something that I I resonate with as well. Like I want my things to be super clear. I don't want anybody looking at the mm-hmm. thing to be like, "How was that made?" Or like, I, so mm-hmm. I want it to be like. So I think that's what what I like about rules here, and I try to be really explicit with all my like whenever I talk about it. That it's like, you know, this I make one per day. The the pixel canvas doubles every day, and I do it until I can't complete one per, in a day. You know, so there's just this whole like you know like the parameters of the thing and there's no mystery about like why i made this decision or that decision and i think that's partly like a response to like sometimes you'll see generative art where it's like i took a million images from the hubble space telescope and put them in this thing and now you see this like wavy data painting and it's like the the connection between the two is completely like Mm. ungraspable but there's this sort of like snake oily sales pitch and I feel like for people who especially don't necessarily have a tech background, they're just sort of like blown away in a, in a way. But they're they're not feeling like a sense of understanding. They're feeling a sense of right, like, right. which is maybe like maybe fine. But for me, I want to make sure that people really can understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool. I hadn't thought about this before, but this is one of the like patterns that I've seen. Not I've seen, but everyone is aware of is like you have this highly amorphous blob of information, like all of this, like. Um, I don't know, the GDP example is like all the different things going on in a country. There's infinitely many things. And you reduce that information to make it legible. But in doing so, you you know sort of implicitly and explicitly exclude bits of that information. Um, and you can also see this with like labeling, right? Like a person is this amorphous blob of identity, and yet labeling things is both a useful task because it is highly legible and lets you operate on a consistent substrate, but it also... Uh, is awful because it removes the um, what's that called the uh, the all that extra information 
But being in touch with the metric, like you mentioned, by which that uh, derivative, I guess, is produced seems like Mm -hmm. a very nice way to sort of have the best of both worlds where you can operate um, with the highly legible um, derivative, but also in being aware of how that is produced, you don't necessarily lose the context of um, what it's actually supposed to be representing. Yeah. And I think you can also then like, once you know what it is, like, I feel like a lot of people look at art and they're sort of like, especially when you think of like gallery art, there's sort of like, no, they don't, you don't really feel like you're on a stable footing. You're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to think or feel Mm -hmm. here. Like Uh it feels kind of like authoritative. And Mm -hmm. so if you give Mm -hmm. my ideas or you give people like a very solid footing and then they can be like, well, this is what it is. Like, this is how it was made. But looking at it makes like, suddenly there's like all this space for like personal agency mm-hmm. and like you mm-hmm. can think and feel however you want because you know like it's explained to you it's like super upfront like there's no mystery totally. um, yeah. but then you have like space for your own thoughts to develop yeah 100 percent. i i think that's the feeling that i get when i encounter most art that i don't have the context for right and it's mm-hmm. like in learning Same. the context i can like that becomes everything about the art it's like oh i understand why this is neat because it was part of this form and then iterated outside the form, right? Like it's, it's that context and understanding that then allows me to actually have an opinion and understand, like feel good about the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is weird, but you know, I, it makes me think about CryptoPunks and how as mm-hmm. like an art project, I felt so connected to it, like immediately when I saw it, um, and I and I didn't, you know, even before I knew anything about like what it was or how it was made. Um, but that's interesting because on the other hand, the, something you had said made me think of like, you know, in terms of like, there's so many like, there's so much arbitrariness in the, and this is something that both of you seem to like be taking direct aim at, you know, in terms of like the scarcity and like what 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 counts as something being scarce you know but with you with 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 you jonathan it's like it's like well like this is how this is how many i can physically make Mm -hmm. and that is you know whereas with many of these generative projects it's like there's ten thousand of them i don't know that's i've just decided this you know yeah Mm -hmm. um where are you in 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 this process right now in the uh, have you finished how um i'm at um yeah I'm at, well, I, I post them live every day. So I'm at six, I think yesterday was 16 by 16. So today is 32 by 32. Um, so this, and how like, long did yesterday take? I think I missed it. It like took like two minutes, 50 seconds. Okay. So it basically double, it goes, it like, uh, multiplies by four every day. Mm-hmm. So today is probably going to take like 15 minutes and then tomorrow's going to be like an hour and a quarter. And then Wednesday's going to be like visualization of exponentials. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you, do you like dread the longer days? Like once they happen? Yeah. It, when you, when you set this I, up for yourself, are you like, well, I guess this is my life now. Or, well, or, I do, or like I when do you start sh- getting to the point where you're like eight hours and then like mm-hmm. 16 hours or whatever it is, like 18 hours. Do you hours. meal prep? Like, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> well, usually, so the longest I did was like the, the first one that I did, the random one that was like 11 hours of work. And so I started at 8 a.m. and finished at like 11 p.m. So I, mm-hmm. I do it like one hour. I do it for an hour and then I take a break. Oh, um, nice. yeah. With that one, I like, you know, I went for a walk and stuff like, um, 
so that was a bit intense like i think what's intense is just like all the sitting around like it's funny to you can see like my kind of exhaustion level change like you can see my face get kind of like tired over the (laughs) over the day when you look at the video um i don't necessarily dread it i do make sure to plan it so that it's like on a day that won't have anything else like i don't try to i i try to start like if i start on a monday then usually the next monday will it'll start getting uh busy like i don't want to be doing the big ones on a weekend just sort of like Mm -hmm. you know you you don't don't want to be occupying (laughs) that time in in this environment i was had to look at the weather report too like the the wind predictions because i don't want to be up on the roof in like a a storm maybe that would be awesome actually that would be very dusty i like that um but it's not like like when i'm thinking about doing the ones this week i'm not dreading them it's kind of nice it's like it's nice in the same way that like having a task is nice it's like it's this kind of like durational performance it's also interesting here because i have a bit of an audience like people are watching me they're like what is he doing up on that roof oh that's fun (laughs) oh i want to see one of these live now oh my god they don't they well i mean they know right i mean they They know but like not everybody knows so somebody's like somebody will be walking by like what's jonathan doing up on the roof and then they'll be like um, he's doing this crypto thing he's been there for hours is he all right (laughs) that's a good that's a good segue because because i I think it's important actually that people understand where you are um Mm -hmm. and and the context for that you can you give us can you like give us the download on mars college how you ended up there where you are and uh yeah. and also just mostly i'm curious like how many people are there what's it like like all that kind of stuff yeah so i i'm at mars college in california near bombay beach which is like an abandoned resort town which has been taken over by artists it's actually like in my whole trip it's the most like artsy town i've seen like it, it beats marfa and like all these other like small sort of desert towns there's a lot of like kind of like burner style like art and sculptures on the beach and stuff and so we're mm-hmm. out in the desert outside of this town on a piece of land and we've built a but like the first two weeks we spent just building structures that we then like live and study in it's basically like a sort of off-grid co-living crypto decentralized hippie, hippie commune hippie. yeah it's a bunch of commies <laughs> yeah well actually there's, there's like there is like one idea here is like radical self-reliance so like no hippie commune but there's a bit of like tension between the two there's there's no oh, rules nice. there's no rules there's no meetings there's no there was never any moment where somebody was like hey this is what we're doing it's just a bunch of people that showed up with various expectations mm-hmm. and we're just negotiating them uh we have a discord which In is real time uh, yeah <laughs> wait were you and, part of forming it then? no i wasn't no okay but I knew, so I met Gene when I was in New York. In Gene like Kogan, previous uh, previous oh, yeah. uh, guest on on Digitally Rare, which is how I yep. knew about it because then I highly see, I highly recommend like I I saw him talking about it and then I followed the Instagram and I and I mm-hmm. I sometimes I gaze longingly at the Insta- I was telling Don before <laughs> we got on like if I was like tw- fifteen years younger like I gaze longingly like oh that'd be so fun it looks really fun yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like there's there's about like I think we're maybe thirty people out here in the desert, and then there's some people that live in town as well, who have the luxury of running water, and no <laughs> dust and flies, um, but they don't have the they don't have the tight camaraderie that we have out here. Like what's nice is like like so for example like today I woke up I woke up like with sunrise about like six thirty, you know you get up, you go make tea. Somebody's already boiled some water. And then somebody's sitting in the in like the cafe area with a deck of tarot cards, and you get a tarot reading, and then it turns into like you know different people are giving tarot readings, and then 
you go you know you go to the gym there's a gym so you do some workouts with the with the Marsbod group and then uh you come to a podcast right now i'm in like a bus that like (laughs) people converted into a recording studio so this is like the music studio so there's just like all these different things that people have built there's also like there was like a yoga class going on while we were working out so it's like the the what's nice about it is you're just around people all the time and there's all different types of people it's not just like artists there's like crypto people there's like bitcoin maximalists there's like there's like you know sort of like lefty anarchists who are going to give gun classes like there's all sorts of things going on it's like really like i don't think i've ever been in a group that's quite so like diverse that's great yeah that's, that's and really so cool. it's and so in this context then we you can you can imagine speaking of which mm-hmm. you can imagine you where are you standing there it looks like there's some solar panels in front of you is that when you're when, when you're, you're yeah, doing I'm, your on, I'm on yeah. i'm on the roof of one of the four buildings and so like the only thing around me is the solar panels and then i have this view of like the the hills behind me Wild. And so people are like, you know, the 30 or so people who are there are like, you know, generally aware of what you're doing. But maybe someone from town comes in and is like, what, what is yeah. that guy doing up on the roof <laughs> with the, yeah. what? Yeah, that's great. And and do they and they and do the people watch you? Like you're saying, they have a, you have an audience. Is, is that literally they'll sit down sometimes and watch you, or is it more just like going about no, their business? Yeah, it's sort more of they're just you. walking around and they like just see me on the roof and like looking intently at my screen. Uh, and then somebody, like but somebody will always derivative. know. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah like a the good derivative, derivative project is, is to like watch you making the art, <laughs> I or do like to film get... people's reactions to him making the art, and then yeah, yeah that's another. Yeah. No, um, I, I need to get somebody to come and like photograph me too. You oh, know, totally. Get some good yeah, you need action you need that shots documentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what the matters. hero, the hero shot. You need the hero yeah. shot. Um, I, I had this idea ages ago um, to give you a sense what I'm on. I'm on song a day, 4,786. Yeah. And the, <laughs> this idea, there's a lot of songs. The idea was, was around song 1400. So that gives you a sense of like how long ago that was. Um, but the idea was to, uh, on the day 1400, to do a telethon style 24 um, hour internet streaming thing where i would attempt to perform every single song back to back all 1400 songs or something like that yeah but i never did it it was just an idea maybe some maybe i mean if you wanted to do that now it would take you weeks (laughs) (laughs) i even met with a doctor like about like throat stuff like how like what what could i do to like ruin my throat yeah there's oh, isn't there wild. there's like a um a Icelandic artist that does a lot of stuff with music and he had he has a piece where he got the national to perform one of their songs like for 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Um and just like sort of like Wait, you know yeah, the degradation of like yeah. Um, I don't know if it's 24 yeah. hours but he does a lot of like audio sort of repetition stuff. That's that's cool. quite nice. I I really dig that like meditation flow state style process mm-hmm. um where it's like yeah, if you're sitting there performing this piece for 12 hours, mm-hmm. you've got to really vibe to get through that. Yeah. It is a yeah. a mental and physical task, and that is just so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, and what I also like, I mean, I guess my one of my hypotheses in this work is a bit, it's like, it's that, like, 
you know, any artwork has some sort of essence of the creator, some sort of like spiritual like imprint on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is sort of like, this is just an artwork. It's like, it's the scaffolding of an artwork. It has like no like visual content, but it has like the essence of the creator in that like I've sat there and I've, I've entered this sort of like, you know, like I've gone past like conscious state to some degree because I'm just doing this repetitive thing. Somebody messaged me when I was early doing like doing it earlier and he said he talked about like the he gave me a term called kenosis or kenostic mm. which is sort of like the Christ it's like a Christian idea of like emptying oneself to become ready for the spirit to enter you it's like sort of like a monk mm. mm-hmm. thing so mm-hmm. like uh like like copying out like scripture or something until you're just so like tired of this repetitive task that you have like space for mm. Uh, the Holy Spirit. The Holy you. Spirit. <laughs> right, come. right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So that's really what I'm, you know, and I think that, totally. that in terms of, in like contrast to like generative art, which is, generative art has like very little hand of the artist. Mm-hmm. Although I still think it has like, the one way I conceptualize is that generative art is sort of made, it's like the community comes together to form some sort of meaning around it. Like they collectively put enough energy into it so that it has like some power. Um, but it doesn't have the same, like, it's not like a painting where like somebody has labored over this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think about like this, you know, it's like the soul, maybe it's like the soul of the machine though, you know, that it mm. gets imbued with. Yeah. Um, we, we actually had this, this interesting, uh, conundrum about generative art because in, in song of Dao, we're allowing people to join the Dao. It, it, even if they don't own a song a day, they can join if they do a, 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 a month long, project of making something every day so oh, nice. that that can be your entry into the dow and mm-hmm. we were thinking like what about generative art mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. could they just press the button they set up the thing <laughs> and then they just press the button every day and generate a new one it's quite interesting yeah and i and and i think we settled on like it will do it on a case-by-case basis but i think like generally i would more prefer that they either create an algorithm a day mm-hmm. like created or, or, or at least change the algorithm each day Mm -hmm. like change the thing each day it seems like the intent it's kind of funny how how quickly generative art pokes pokes at that um thing but it seems like the intent intent is that you want you the 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 point of a thing a day is that temporal scarcity right um Mm -hmm. and generative art is not a like a (laughs) process that like has that as part of it Right. Well, I mean, it used, I think that you, like pre NFT generative art was more like it was a tool that people would use and sort of edit. They would like have oh, a bunch yes. of outputs and they would like post something. They'd be like, you know, you think yep. of these like Twitter media artists would like post yep. images, but they would have been like maybe working. And I guess now, the, now the challenge with generative art is like less about like playing, it's like playing with the algorithm to the state where it pr- produces like a cohesive range of work. Right, right. So it's like kind of like you're you're sort of preparing the whole output or the whole scope of the output at the um, very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which is which is very difficult. Like when I I've thought about doing generative series, like I was I have this series of work called Color Time, which is like very slowly fading planes of color, which is sort mm-hmm. of like a it creates this perceptual effect. Um, and I've thought about doing that as a generative series, and it was actually that. The, the explorations that I made into that that led to the, the token hash series. Um, mm-hmm. But what I just found was that, like, I felt like I would spend so much time 
just trying to bound the system and like design it so that it would like make things that I wanted to see. And I'd rather just spend that time making things I want to see. Than, like, <laughs> right, trying to like right, right. Yeah. manipulate a system to like right. make the things that I want to see. So yeah, I, it feels I, like previously, um, sorry, Jonathan, it feels no, like no, previously generative art was this tool for an artist and the artist was a curator or um, working on top of it. But with mm-hmm. NFTs, the generative art has become um, sort of part of the artist in the sense that when minting something, you as the uh, minter, minter are also collaborating with right. this model, producing a thing, and that exactly the range has to be fully accounted for. Whereas previously, mm-hmm. that wasn't necessary because you could produce infinitely many outputs and use your human eye to figure out which ones were your favorite. Yeah, I still, I still think someone needs to do a project where they take every, and this isn't exactly what we were just saying, but where they take every single CryptoPunk element and make, mm-hmm. and, and, and make all of them, make as many, oh, yeah. as many yeah, as it possibly can make the full permutation. Yeah. What would that, that would be, really it would be in the like hundreds of millions, right? Like, or, yeah. Uh, and God, it's also interesting no because like, like everything is 10,000 pieces right now. And it's yeah. so amazing how like, how rigid people have held to this like idea like one yes. one group yeah. of people made like a 10k pfp project exactly and now yeah. that's like that's like nobody is defined like we're going lower than that but nobody's actually no some people go above it but Me it's just like went to but 20, so 000, but like yeah. but still yeah. yeah but like no i love that it's, it's like a perfect like shelling point example it's like oh well hmm. we need a number what number to choose yeah. <laughs> well ten thousand. okay and we all just okay. go there and, well, and think yeah. about it. Like, I think about this often in the space. Like, if, if they had chosen a different number, if they chosen yeah, 5,000, like, it would have been different. Like, it it, everybody would have glommed onto that number. Like, it's completely yeah. arbitrary. Um, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. How did you choose the um, 50 for proof of work? Um, yeah. So, there are, like, I limited the contract in proof of work to 50 tokens. Like, I hard coded that. And this was, like, the first contract that I wrote. I think I was copying Mitchell Chan. Mitchell Chan oh, was like yeah. a big like he was the one like I met him through Discord. I met him through like that video series he made, and video series. he really he's like seeing his work encouraged me to like do this kind of weird conceptual stuff. Whenever when when I thought I needed to make a 10k PFP project, um, <laughs> right? But so I just I did 50 because I thought I had I conceptualized like five editions. I thought I'd be able to do like mm-hmm. 10 of each, and so mm-hmm. I was like I I had sort of like a roadmap for like five different versions of this uh, this series. Um, and I am, I think I'm going to get there, but I'm going to have some leftover, like maybe four leftover, four or five Uh, leftover mm. slots. Um, so the secret plan that I have for that is to just sit, record myself sitting in front of my computer doing nothing. Yeah. In like the, in the times of of (laughs) the last one, you know, like Uh one, two, you know, Uh so it'll just uh be like, it'll be like proof of work in terms of like its purest form, which is just like my time. Yes, documented yes, yes. and sold. Documented, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love that that's so great. much. That's, yeah, that's a really fantastic. good way to cap that's that. Perfect. Off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, it'll I be interesting that. to like. Yeah, I don't know when. So I have like this is like the random um, random pressure is what I'm doing mm-hmm. now, um, and then after that, I think I have space for one more. Mm. I'm gonna try to get to because like the other the other like little trivia is that the canvas that I'm working on the software that I'm working in has a canvas of 1024 by 1024 oh. and I've never reached that. The highest I've gone is 512, which was like the 11 hour session. 
So to I would be fun to get to 1024, but it would take like, you know, 24 it would hours. be like a probably a 24 hour session and I need a really fast input method. Yeah. That's, so that's I have like inputs. I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I have a plan for maybe how I can do that, and I I'm, I guess if I if I kind of break the rule, if I go to like twenty six hours, it'd be okay, but it wouldn't be something that like some people are like why don't you do one for eight out for like forty hours, like through a week, and I feel like that would just be that would be breaking the rules too much. Because you want it to be within a day. Yeah. Could the input method be something other than you than tactile? I mean, I'm trying to stay with like standard human computer interfaces. Like, I guess this uh-huh. is like part of my other like idea my so there's like some sub narrative of how like limiting the interfaces we have are in terms uh-huh. of like expressing ourselves online yeah. yeah so i'm trying to like ex- like explore the range of them so that's why i like i'm trying to say like keyboard mouse i was like there is somebody here who has like a full body mocap suit uh-huh. Uh-huh. she actually that, does yeah, yeah, like sort of she does like the motion performance for like roblox games so what? like if the, if you've seen like a concert in roblox she's like the person who dances the dance <laughs> for the musician like she does That's like an amazing. hour-long concert and it's crazy because she's in the incredible. desert right? it's like it's like yeah. decentralized acting yeah. you never would have expected um, <laughs> that's incredible she's actually I was normally thinking she's like yeah oh, go ahead i said normally she's like a contortionist for like she used to work for cirque du soleil so she's got right. like all this movement going on i was amazing. thinking like you know i mean i get like i get that that there's a bound there and I, that makes total sense that you want to stick with. I like, did the math. Well, it's 12 inputs per second. 12, 12 inputs per uh, Right. Million 1024 times 1024 divided by 24 times 60 times 60. With no breaks. 12 inputs twelve with input no per breaks. second. Oof. Oh, yeah. So it would have to be more with breaks. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking so Wiimotes. Be... Wiimotes. Mm. Or mm-hmm. even like vocalizing using your voice somehow. I don't know if that would mm-hmm. yeah. be possible. Or like I have other... to say though, I like I really like the discreteness of the yes. current like proof of yeah. work. It's, yeah, there's it's something such nice a discrete input. And when you yeah. switch to like a sampling method for something that's more continuous, it feels like it um, not loses something, but it's just a different piece of art. Yeah, it's like one. Ju- I mean, so the thing I was thinking like of do like the first one I did was random with zero and one. But the mm-hmm. first studies I did were like random between zero and ten, zero and nine. So I had like all five fingers like mm-hmm. generating random values. Um, yeah. So I could maybe do twelve per sec. I'd have to do like more like twenty per second um, right. to, to, to be able to do breaks. breaks. Yeah. Um, but this is a good. Uh, I can I can find out the feasibility about this pretty soon. This is quite fun. I I feel yeah. like we're going to be pushing like a physical limit now. Is like yeah. can a human right? I just watched a bunch of speed running videos. Yeah. Um, humans can imp- can produce like concise, hyper specific inputs, but like mm. not in not for twenty four hours. Um, yeah. And I'm like really interested. Like if you're typing on a keyboard twenty times per second, can you physically keep that up for the time <laughs> it takes? And I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't and that know. Would, that one would definitely <laughs> so be like. I would definitely be like live streaming that one. Because there's also this yeah. narrative of like oh, I'm yeah. also kind of like mimicking the aesthetic of live streamers, like people just uh-huh. sharing their mm-hmm. like digital like pursuits. Um, oh, interesting. So that would definitely be live streamed. Was that was that a big motivation? I mean, like, I guess like part I, of the, yeah. 
it was just sort of like the the you know I, I felt like I needed to I couldn't just share the image I needed to also share the video because like totally, if I'm calling it yeah. proof of work I want to make sure that it's like in the same way that the rules make it really clear I want like the video to make it really clear that like I did this yeah there's no like there's no shenanigans I haven't generated it, it yeah it um, almost reminds mm-hmm. me of like uh it might be because I have one sitting right here it reminds me of like Rubik's Cube solvers you know where they, mm. the camera on them the camera on the hands and the, yeah you know mm-hmm. But it's also like I also like I for me like the video it's not like that important the aesthetic of the video although I did I did choose to like have this like desert backdrop um, which maybe seems to me the aesthetic things. I mean especially if these ones is really I mean it's very yeah. important you know or at least yeah. it it has a very distinct it adds to the mystique and the mm-hmm. like you know conceptual <laughs> art Where nature of it he? for me yeah yeah totally. <laughs> right yeah like person goes into yeah. desert. Sits next to keyboard for 24 hours, presses buttons, produces art. Like, that's incredible. It's good. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good narrative. It was also, like, it's getting to this point where, like, it's sort of a... Like, I always imagined when I started that eventually it would get to this point where it would become sort of like a job where I would be... Like, I would have financial incentive to continue doing it because, you know, like, I can, can, like, sell them, right? So it's sort Mm -hmm. of like, at some point I'm like... Because the idea is, like, if I'm cryptocurrency miner, then I'm also, like, I'm working for the blockchain. Like, I am, like, sort of, like, compelled mm, to do mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. by the, econ- like, through the, like, the way I've, I've set up the economic incentives. Right, there's extra and so I think, like, Yeah, like, me in the desert kind of gets at that narrative a bit more because I'm, like, I'm in the middle of nowhere yeah. in some, like, off-grid commune and I'm still, like, you know, like, mining away, mining this yeah. art. <laughs> that's actually, that's pretty pretty deep that's pretty deep i'm 14 and that is kind of damn deep <laughs> yeah. it's my target audience <laughs> i mean i was gonna say the person who like is guaranteed to buy these is me i will be watching yeah. them in pool. <laughs> like that is that's me um Love wait it. matt can Thank we go you. back for a second speed running yeah. videos i i think that's a really nice comp too actually like mm. the, mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. inputs the, the the definitely like makes mm-hmm, me think of mm-hmm. that yeah, really totally. precision. Actually, yeah, really extreme parallels to like the proof of work thing. You have to post your video or it didn't happen. Yep. Um, yeah. It's producing these inputs, and it's flow state, it's yeah. What what video, never... what videos have you been watching, Matt? Um, <laughs> I have to recommend the Left 4 Dead 2 um speedrun from AGDQ. It yeah. is delightful. The casters are fun and they explain all the tricks and I love there's it. I, it's nothing just, you, more fun I, I, yeah you know like sports you know like like i don't i can't watch basketball golf like none of this really interests me watching you know 80 like awesome games done quick like those those things yeah. especially when they have the commentators and they're like explaining everything is yeah. just like the fucking best thing ever oh, it's like ex- I, explanations I, it oh is so goodness. satisfying i also want to recommend um summoning salt it was like a, an absolutely yes, yes, amazing yes, yes. YouTuber who gives the the um, the history of speedrunning. Yeah, I cannot mm, those recommend are, that enough. Those are attention attention black holes because it is just <laughs> like it just triggers all the chemicals. It's like this history. It's like all these incredible uh, hacks and tricks and how they were discovered. And oh my god, this person saved five seconds and the internet blew up. It's it's. <laughs> So, so hype, but it's also yeah. very similar because it's like it's like it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it is this kind of uh, it is a kind of kind of physical feat kind of thing in the, in the oh, way that I was talking about it's before. A physical like, feat. Yeah, 
the Left for Dead thing is insane. Um, Left for Dead checks for jump inputs every uh, tick once per or thirty times a second, and because of the game, how the game is coded, you must press the space bar at the exact one thirtieth of a second that your character <laughs> touches the ground in order to bunny hop correctly. And yep. players will spend thousands of hours practicing <laughs> this to get a hundred and twenty ish jumps in a row just to get like just to save those yeah, those seconds just to save it. it's yeah. insane it's incredible yeah. and to see someone pull this off oh my god <laughs> but that is that really ties in with the inputs i think like that really yeah. ties in with like yeah. the how many inputs can we you should get, get the in? left for dead runner to do the um the blue duration <laughs> and see if it comes out a perfect color blue <laughs> that would be amazing it was actually like when I when I first did my when I did the first like sort of test like the first test I did was basically like what does my randomness look like versus computer randomness, mm-hmm. and then I sent that like I had I made a little like uh, application and I sent it to a few people who are interested, and there was one guy uh, like a surgeon that I knew in London, uh, who made yeah. a really good his his ran his his what his, his like manual random cool. was really close to like computer random, so there are like huh. you know wow. some people are like because it's also I think also like what what you're con- you, you have to have to like have a good concept of what random is like what a random sequence is it's not just like mm-hmm. one zero one zero mm-hmm. one you know um right, but there right, are right. there are people I mean, that could so probably do this to pattern match yeah <laughs> especially when you're seeing it pop up i think the red and blue actually make it more like i said this on twitter but like i think the red and blue are more symmetrical because they're just so strong colors and it's so hard for me mm-hmm. not to like mm-hmm. not for like it's mm-hmm. it feels like out of my control because i'm just kind of like trying to tap but like there is this like i think there's just some desire to like yeah pattern match put color put light colors oh, with totally. light totally 100 percent and like the patterns of like one one two 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 one 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 two 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 like it, or even just yeah. rhythm rhythm that you yeah, get into rhythm. like yeah yeah that's actually really impressive it reminds me of the TikTok trend where people are scanning their hand to see how steady it is. There's this yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you yep. can yeah. see which professions have the surgeons steady hands. and the pilots. Yeah. Right. The tattoo artists. It's like, no, it's like yeah. a freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting. I wonder why yeah. the surgeon was really good at producing random values. I think he just tried really hard. <laughs> yeah that is the he, secret isn't like, it he, he wanted to win you know more than anything yeah. i think but, 100%. Um, it's kind of like the shape rotator game you just try really yeah. hard oh i saw yeah. that yeah that's really hard that's another time sink yeah but yeah i've never actually thought of this um, like time like i i've never thought about this um the speed running video thing like i remember i i I found a few videos a couple years ago and was just amazed by like the there was one like completing a level in half a click or half a button press and it was just like yes i was like so amazed at like sort of the the level that which like people just go so deep um was that the super mario 64 one yeah, yeah, yeah. press the yeah, button yeah. once. Press yeah. the button yeah. once. Right, right. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just, just like everything that they know about, like all the ways, like they've like understood this world so completely. Yep. And all yeah. the little like errors in it, and like they basically mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, like the coder has written it, and whatever errors they've fa- made are like show up like in the world in this way. But you just have to find them out by like experiencing the world. It's it's a really like. It's really intense and it's really interesting. It's really intense. It's a I really beautiful subculture. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it, oh my god. Yeah, well, and, th- and that's what summoning salt brings to the fore, though. Too, as like a historian, and it's like a, he really like uncovers the that what you just said. Like he uncovers step by step the work that went into and how they discovered, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, it's, and then it's like it lays dormant for a long time because no one discovers anything, and then someone discovers something new, and then new new avenues are are explored. Um, it's it's so funny because it, it's something that I think is like our generation or younger can can appreciate. I think it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I don't think that like a lot of people my parents' age can quite like grasp it. I think there's something really special about the time that we spent with these video games, you know, that, that kind of like mm. anchor it in some kind Definitely of like meaningful of place for mm-hmm. us, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's so funny and it's so, it's so specific. Definitely a big part yeah. of it. I mean, especially for like Pokemon, you know, I spent, you know, years of my life playing one <laughs> Pokemon game and this person will mm-hmm. go ahead and beat it in 45 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just like, yeah, that's, that's definitely part of it is the nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. One thing I really um, like about proof of work that I forgot to bring up previously was I really enjoy, and this is like a classic pattern in art, is um, defining sort of the form and the constraints and then iterating in surprising ways within those or sometimes mm-hmm. outside of them. Um, mm-hmm. And so like some of the form of proof of work is like the grid, the um, time-based input, the pattern by which that input is produced and then in that form you can go random input you can go pressure you can go time you can go um whatever else you're thinking for the next time and i like Mm. i like that a lot um Mm -hmm. was that something you considered very like consciously when you were working on this or like as an artist i mean when i when i set it up when I set up this like this version, I was actually going to call this version proof of work network difficulty because I was like mimicking the the increasing difficulty of crypto mining. Oh right. Um, and I did I did sort of plan out the various like input methods. I was like I can do touchpad, I can do like I can do keyboard, I can do random, I can do time between key press. I was thinking about like um, something I've written about is that. That like the the keystrokes like just the pattern of you typing like the the rhythm and uh sort of frequency of your your typing mm-hmm. is like a biometric it um, is, yeah. so i was just thinking about how even through these like limited interfaces that we have like the the keyboard and the touchpad we manage to like express things and mm-hmm. we also like leave like a very distinct trace of ourselves but there huh. is also sort of like a critique of like how anytime you're putting something online you're sort of working through like some of my previous work talks about this but like you're working through an interface that somebody else has designed mm-hmm. and so you're necessary like you're necessarily channeling your channeling yourself into mm-hmm. something into like yeah. a box that has been yeah. pre-designed you're, you're smushing mm-hmm. you're smushing who you are through their like little yep. like play-doh yeah smusher yeah i don't think that's necessarily bad um like it is in constraints that creativity is derived right like yeah the PFP thing only works because Twitter has avatars and like mm-hmm. MySpace worked because of the form that was given to you is like top yeah. eight friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that that's really yeah. powerful. Um, but I, also it can go too far and then yeah. you don't have that creativity, like that canvas anymore. Like yeah. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just like interested in like exploring the, um, the parameters of the, the frame 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and like sort of defining like what they are and what they want and like where they push you. This like when I, I the like so after I do this to- after I do this um, proof of work one, I have I have a a new version a new like series of color time images that I made while I was on my motorcycle trip, and those ones are much less. With those ones, I'm just trying to make something. I'm just trying to use the form as it is, not like not make like a meta commentary on the form. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm just like doing a, a really nice like on chain color study that's just trying to like just trying to like capture some sort of beauty. It's still like yeah. a very minimal type of beauty because it's just you know like it's, it's shifting very slowly through colors, um, but it creates this optical effect. But still, like the the gesture is like just use the thing as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We should start wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan, is there any projects that you have seen recently that have that have stood out to you? Any recent um, NFT projects that have made you stop and say, whoa, I like that one? I've been kind of like off grid for a while. So I don't really, I haven't really uh, like, yeah. I haven't been following the, the, magic. The, 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 the magic, but... Um, I was doing some I've been doing some work with like Figure which has been interesting. You know Figure 31. Oh, is that to Lucas Lucas yes, Brock totally. Um and so it, and yeah. Yeah, so I I did the contract for Evita Gen and I did oh, no also way. worked on him worked with him on the the rocks. So it's been That's interesting really to cool. like Yeah, it's interesting to see like his like how he's thinking. He's just I don't know like, what this is. Can you guys describe it? Uh, the Evita yeah, Gen was like um, a contract where you could mint anything, and he would produce like the negative of it. Okay. So he would like Evita invert Gen the is thing. Negative, inverted. Yeah. Um, okay. So he was kind of it was kind of trying to like one up the the Funks project by saying like mm-hmm. you know we can we can make like an inverse of everything like everything exists um, like has right, like a right. shadow self. Um, Take it to its logical extreme. Describe it. Yeah, I described it clear. Um, yeah. I also love the name of Gen because it's got Gen at the end and the negative. It just yeah. it works super well. Yeah, yeah. And then the rocks one was sort of like a ten k collection of just like uh, hand sculpted three D rocks. So it was sort of like the same gesture These of like um, yeah, the unshaded unshaded yeah. project. Yeah, was really um, that popped off in like conceptual art NFT twitter yeah yeah and there is also like there's a whole level that he hasn't he hasn't revealed yet which is that you can so once you have like these rocks you can use them to make a grave for one of your pfp projects that's right and the can you can burn you can burn you have to burn you have to burn 11 rocks and one of your pfps right uh in the grave contract and then uh, a, like a, a a pile of those rocks will be created, um, and he's he still hasn't revealed, he hasn't like people have minted the graves and he hasn't revealed them yet. So he's still working on some sort of like he's still. Oh, that's really fun. Um, yeah. He's still, uh, we're still waiting for the drop on that, but um, we should do that for the trolls. That goes yeah. right to your idea, Matt. You've you've always had that idea of like a graveyard for burnt oh, NFTs. Oh yeah, just that's like an a, old just idea. Like a, just like, a general, just a more of a general, like a website 100%, that yeah. that pulls just from zero x zero zero, yeah, all the and plays addresses. a plays a fugue underneath it, and right. you just see them, and it's very sad. Right. Yeah. Maybe they need to actually, uh, cross over the cross chain bridge to the other side, and you yeah. can help them. I don't know. <laughs> 
We were trying to do like a, a special graveyard address, so it wouldn't you know we would have like a, a clear graveyard for our like the PFPs that were burned through this process. But yeah. I think it's actually quite hard. Like some some sites don't let you burn to like a random address, you know. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, like an open C, open C burns parts. to zero 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 dead or whatever. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, the 721 standard actually disallows sending to 0x0, which was a yeah. hotly contested feature. Yeah. But there are, like, you could generate, um, like, a special I mean, part of ownership is that I should be able to... Channel. Oops, sorry, Jonathan. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, as part of ownership, I feel like one of my rights of ownership is the ability to destroy it. Yep. And mm -hmm. um, yeah. I find it annoying that I can't send to 0x0. In yeah. fact, that's like the only feature of ownership is that there's a record saying that I am the owner and then the only mm -hmm. powers I have are I can send it to someone else and destroy it. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those are the only two things that the concept of ownership like implies. Really? Yeah. 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 Wild. Um, I just want to call out a project that both Matt and I have been a little obsessed with, which is Companion in a Box. In mm. the Box. Big fan. Um, yeah, you know, because we haven't talked in a while, and that project is really just like blown up, just in a very small way. But like, I don't know. It seems in like a small way. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just lovely. really, yeah, yeah, it's just really lovely. I my, the thing I like most about it how it plays with the form of of mm -hmm, mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. PFPs. Yeah, mm -hmm, as totally. in. Have you seen this, Jonathan? The companion in a box. I saw. Yeah, I, I've seen um, Matt's updated Twitter name, and so I, I saw it actually today for the first time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the many Matts in the box. One yeah. Of, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's, I'm a big I, fan I love of it. that it's just these little guys who are like, yeah, they're trapped in the. I love taking the, the, mm -hmm. the, the avatar. I mean, that was the whole idea behind trolls. Is like, right, what can exactly. we do they're with the avatar, that and idea. that's specific. And mm -hmm. the, yeah, their idea of having someone stuck inside the avatar space mm -hmm. is, but mm -hmm. they're not stuck. The thing is that I kind of like about it too is they're not really stuck. They, they're just they're vibing. More than, they're vibing. They're more chilling. They're, they're, they're kind of yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're comfy. Like, they're cozy almost. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And the sheer like design flexibility of it's the project, beautiful. like the absolutely insane yeah. amount yeah. of assets in the three poses, and the you can literally like design yourself to almost a T and yeah. um, mm -hmm. I was very impressed by that. Do you, do you get to customize the, the thing before you mint it? So yes and no, it gets a little complex. I don't know if we want to go into it, but there's this idea of like um, it costs money to change the random attributes, um, mm. not money, but a token that you get by staking. And so mm -hmm. over time you can change your person or there's these like coupons where you can just like, mint a custom one entirely oh, i managed to get a coupon from someone that had an extra one and so i managed to like okay. mint my custom. i have a confession it's like very this is special actually, from... actually yeah yeah i uh i don't have a coupon and it's gonna cost me like a thousand five hundred companion tokens uh to make my custom mat um so in the meantime while i wait for those to be generated by staking um i just like designed my little custom thing in the ui and then opened up the 
inspector and printed their canvas to a PNG. Yeah. And use it as my PFP. <laughs> you, you right-clicked and saved as. I right-clicked <laughs> and saved my own future NFT. Right. And I'm just wondering what that brings up. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think that's great. I, I, I think like it's it, part of what's great about that project is that it, he makes explicit on there. It's like, if you like it, just take it you know like that's cool. oh cool like, mm-hmm. i didn't even see that that's yeah awesome. yeah you know if you oh, like, I didn't realize i was if, uh, i was allowed no, to do that <laughs> if you like the thing you made like like feel free but but of course yeah and this is the thing uh, like that i would argue and i think like you either get this or you don't it's like no i i, I want it i want the nft right. like it's no, not totally. enough for me to have the to yeah. right click and save as even though you're giving me permission to and that's great but like no yep. i I, I saved the I list of attributes want. that my my mat in a box needs. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Like it's it's weird how that's part of it. Same thing with my banner, right? Like you could just copy and paste that, and yet somehow mm-hmm. I feel this compulsion to own the digital record for it. And mm. like I think this is a good example of like a lot of people are talking about um, like why NFTs, why not just like membership thing or whatever yeah. if you're a creator. And I don't know, I literally can't explain it, but there's this, you know, creator Craig Maud, I've talked about this before. Um, he runs this membership program. It's really excellent. I don't subscribe to it. For yeah. whatever reason, mm-hmm. it doesn't hit for me. And yeah. yet I'm the person who wants his NFT, his only NFT. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed, like, I, long story. I ended up acquiring it. Very happy mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. But that difference, I think, is worth yeah. noting and interrogating because there's something fundamentally different about owning a thing that yeah. mm-hmm. like works for me. Whereas the subscription to the membership program doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I, yeah. I feel like there's a, there's just a disconnect for people who are like, I hate NFTs or whatever. Like, like I feel like if I can just explain to you or like make you feel the thing that I feel about it, it makes no sense. It's, it's completely illogical. It's like, it's a human thing. Um, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but I'm not sure that everybody feels it, and clearly they don't. Many people don't feel it. Yeah. Well, I think you have to like or, before I sold an NFT, I was like it was like kind of a mystery. But then you sell something, and you, there's yeah. like it's 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 a real feeling. Like it's it feels like like I'd never I've never sort of worked directly with a market before. Like I've always been like commissioned indirectly by like cities or something to put up work. Um, and to sell something yes. that that you think is like, I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea, but I think it's a good idea. And then somebody's like, I will pay you money for that idea. And like, it disappears yeah. from your wallet. Like the idea yeah. that they're taking care of it and they're like kind of yeah. joining you on this journey is really powerful. And so I think that mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and it's like the whole, like some people I've like, I met actually somebody on this trip who was like so anti NFT and I was like, oh, yeah. this is like, this is the other side. And yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of the critiques are often like, it's like you could do it with a database. Like it's like this sort of like yeah. argument. Like yeah. you're not this technology is not necessary. Right. But it's sort of like I brought up the idea of like you know like the wheel was invented many many times before it was attached to a cart. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so like it's maybe like we're there just is in like fundamentally different. Yeah, there's just like a, like pieces of technology came together to build the trust that allowed people to like exchange, like feel a sense of ownership over digital objects. And it doesn't really matter what technology it was, but it was just like, and people like also people like, Oh, there's all, you know, all these other things were tried, but they didn't work. You know, like for years, like digital artists were like trying to like sell editions. That's what I always say. It's like, well then why are we not doing that? 
then why are we yeah. not doing mm-hmm. that? We're doing this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We were like, do it this way. And it's like, okay, sure, but we're not. Yeah. And this is the way we're doing work. it. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't this work. Is my, and like, this one is take. working. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I hesitate. This. I said this on a podcast, on the podcast, but um, it's one of those things that I don't like uh, say to NFT skeptics is like, I almost don't know, or I almost don't care, and I think it's almost, it's nearly irrelevant what the mm-hmm. backing technology is right. for yeah. NFTs. Right. What's important is that it laid the necessary foundation for people to experience that sense of ownership. Yep. Um, yeah. And that alone is what is happening, is yep. I can yeah. own a digital object. It's an idea. It's an idea. Yeah. It's a it, mind virus. And it's a and feeling. This was the necessary conditions for that to happen. And the world previously didn't have that. And yeah. so we didn't yeah. own digital things and now we do. That is the threshold. And and the thing yeah. I the thing I always just want to shake them and say is like and because 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 when you when you say that and they'll say like, oh, of course you of course, because there's all this money sloshing around and so it's all about <laughs> the money and blah blah blah. And I'm like but you don't realize that we were here when there was no money and we felt it anyway. So what, so yeah, what does yeah, that yeah. say? You know what I mean? Like, wh- mm-hmm. wh- how do you explain it if the fact is, is that like ETH was at $80 and we still felt this way? Like, what do you, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, I just want to shake yeah. them. just want to shake <laughs> yep, them sometimes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, um, yeah. I have to get going because I have a, I have a, another call that I have to get ready for. Um, Jonathan, where can we? Where's the best place that we can like just if people want to very quickly see what it's all about? Go. Mm-hmm. If you go to uh, proofofwork.jonathanchomko.com, you can see the earlier works. And then if you go on Twitter, if you search proof of work, you'll see the account that uh, that I post the the daily production to. And then my Twitter account is JT Chomko, and that's where I sort of that's the central point for all these things. JP Chomko, oh, yeah. Chom, Chomko. JT is in Jonathan Thomas Chomko. Yeah. Jonathan Thomas Chomko is a place nice. to go. You can find Matt at one of the many Matts uh, on Twitter. You can find me at Songaday Man. And uh, thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on. This was really yeah, thanks for having a great me. It was conversation. Really great. Super lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Matt, you want to take us out? Oh, yeah. We still haven't done a new season, have we? It's been a while. Well, uh, yeah, and Rick and Morty is over, so this ref is now like dead and gone. Uh, but nevertheless, get nifty, everybody. Get nifty. I'm gonna get nifty. Get nifty.